Welcome to Evolving Humans. I'm your host, Julia Marie, and this podcast is for visionary people like you who are exploring the true nature of reality and want to contribute to the global awakening. You seek to deepen the connection to your multidimensional self so that you can live a more conscious life. The start of a new year is a great time to try something new. If you're ready to explore your intuitive side, you'll want to listen up. For each of you, how your intuition works is as unique as you are. Intuition is like a muscle. And just like you can develop your muscles, you can strengthen your intuition. Intuition is both multifaceted and multidimensional in its function. It utilizes every cell of your body and all levels of your awareness. Intuition is not supernatural, although some of the insights or experiences you'll have once you engage with the field might seem that way. Intuition is a natural part of your human energy, and it's not paranormal either. It is a normal part of our capacity as human beings. As a species, we used to live our lives in harmony with the world around us. In order to survive, we had to be acutely aware of any potential danger. Our instincts, which in my opinion are a component of our intuitive functioning, were highly developed, and we responded to those signals without thinking twice. Taking time to think about what we were going to do based on what our instincts were telling us would have been the difference between living another day or not. When we moved from our hunter-gatherer phase into a more stable, agrarian way of living, we started to gather in communities. That's also when we began to lose our instinctual edge. We no longer needed these highly developed instincts in order to survive. There was strength in numbers. Over the millennia, as we became more civilized, we became less and less dependent upon our ability to sense what we could not see or hear. Our world contracted around us. So I ask you this. Have we perhaps become too civilized? No longer do we live connected to the earth in harmony with the natural world around us. And on some level, I believe we feel the pain of that disconnection, but we don't know what to do about it. Here's an idea. We can work to reactivate our inner guidance system, that natural ability that's atrophied from lack of use. How can we do this? Well, that's what I'm going to talk to you about today. This is an episode you're going to want to listen to more than once. There's a lot in here that will benefit you as you begin, or continue, your intuitive exploration. First, let me remind you, you have experienced intuition at some point in your life. It probably came in the form of a hunch, or a gut instinct, or somehow you just knew something. And if you're serious about getting serious about honing your intuitive skill set, then maybe you might want to take a few moments after you've listened to this podcast, 
to write about one of those times. And yes, it's my recommendation to put it in a journal so you have a record you can refer back to. Do your best to recall how it felt to you and any other details about the experience that you can remember. That'll make it more real to you. It's important for you to understand that intuition does not happen to you. It operates through you. Your body and the organs, cells, heck, your very DNA is what links you to the field of universal intelligence. Your physical body is literally the key to the vault that holds all of the keys and codes that are stored in that universal database. Everyone has access to it, and no one is excluded. Here's a simple strategy you can try that will help you focus. Now I caution you, don't do this exercise if you're driving or not in a place where you can relax. What I am about to suggest may seem overly simplistic, but it's actually very powerful. Focus on your breath. Flowing in and out of your lungs. Breathe in through your nose, deep into your belly, and exhale. And if you'd like, intend that as you breathe in, you breathe in light. And as you breathe out, breathe out anything that's not in harmony with light. As you feel yourself relax, do this a few times. And when you feel your body begin to relax, focus your attention on your heart center in the center of your chest and begin to breathe into your heart in that same way with intent. And on the in-breath, concentrate your light into your heart center, your light, not the light the light that you are. Breathe it into brightness. And for now, that's it. Do this exercise on a daily basis for about 10 minutes. You can also use the breath anytime you feel yourself out of balance or overwhelmed. Just stop. Close your eyes. And breathe. Breathe in through your nose. And if you can, exhale through your nose. That way you won't activate the fight-or-flight mechanism. You can also use the free guided grounding meditation that's available for you at juliamarie.us. It's about 10 minutes in length, but it accomplishes this same thing. It brings you to a quiet, still point, which is the optimum place from which to do any intuitive investigation. And although it is a place of stillness, it is also a place of active attention. From here, use your intention to notice whatever comes at you or to you from the field. Allow it to consciously register in your awareness by acknowledging it. It's critical your mind is cleared as much as possible of any influence that might cause static interference. What do I mean by this? It's important for you to be able to quiet the chatter of the lower mind, that busy mind, in order to be able to hear the silent whispers of your intuition. What are some strategies you might 
try in order to begin to overcome this incessant chatter? Well, I've said this one before, but I'll say it again. Do a tech detox. And what I mean by that is intentionally limit your exposure to your cell phone, your laptop, your television, or any other invisible transmission generated by these devices. In other words, curtail that constant stream of often negative external stimulation that comes to you from the internet or video games or movies. This static can also be caused by unpleasant conversations or interactions we may have had with co-workers, clients, a child, or even our spouse or partner, or maybe just that stranger on the street. And research shows that even an image that is not uplifting causes our energy field to become disorganized. Am I saying you have to give up all of these modern conveniences in order to grow your intuition? No. Nor do you have to sacrifice the things you enjoy and become a hermit. I just want you to consider that principle of balance in all things. Only you know when you're out of balance in your interactions with the people in your life, or the tech, or yourself for that matter. It's up to you to bring your life back into balance in a way that will allow for more active engagement with your intuition. If you're focused on the tech and other lower frequency activities, your energy field becomes entrained to that lower frequency. Likewise, if you're focusing on your connection with spirit, the energy of gratitude, well-being, or appreciation all of those allow your energy field to entrain itself to higher frequencies, thus making it easier to access those intuitive signals. According to my unseen teachers, the heart is the point of integration, the place where the world of spirit and the world of form intersect. It is here that the energetic frequencies of the universe are translated into a language we can understand. Your heart treasures both aspects of your being, your physical as well as your non-physical. Your heart understands that the only way we accomplish our soul's purpose is through this vehicle of the physical world, the body. When we focus our attention on the energy of our heart space and on the experience of joy, balance, peace, gratitude, compassion. We help to align and organize the various components of our inner guidance system, which is powered by our intuition. The stronger the field that we create, the greater the alignment with our soul. Before I move on, let me explain what I mean when I use the word entrainment. Imagine two separate fields of energy, one stronger than the other. The signal frequency generated by the stronger field will cause the weaker one to begin to resonate in unison with it. Still confused? You are a singular consciousness. The field generated by the universe is stronger than your individual energy field. Therefore, when you focus on the universal energy field, your individual field will begin to resonate harmoniously with it. 
you are entraining yourself to that higher frequency. Conversely, when you focus on the energy field generated by your tech, your individual energy field will begin to resonate harmoniously with that. And that vibration, most likely, is not going to support your work with your intuition. Got it? I knew you did. Here are some other things that might cause static in your energy field. Stress or fear disrupts our energy, making it difficult and sometimes impossible to clearly connect with the field. To counteract this, do your best to maintain neutrality as you engage with the field. Don't be attached to the outcome or the answer or whether or not you will receive one. Because trust me, you will get an answer. It just may come at a time when you least expect it or in a way you weren't anticipating. It goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. Alcohol or drugs tend to distort the signals sent to you from the field. And I'm not talking here about the sacred use of herbs to expand one's consciousness. And sadly, because I do love me some morning coffee, excess amounts of sugar or caffeine can also interfere with your ability to connect. And interestingly enough, if you're fortunate enough to live out in the country away from large population centers, you're going to have a better experience connecting with your intuition than someone who lives in a densely populated area. And I did say this before, but it bears repeating. If you're attached to how you think something is supposed to work out, or if you're fearful about achieving a certain result, you increase your chance of misinterpreting the messages that come to you. When you are in a state of fear and panic, or attachment to the result, it is more likely than not that the message you receive will be coming from your subconscious mind, your lower mind, and not your higher or superconscious mind, which is the place your intuitive guidance originates. I know this is a hard thing to do, but the way to overcome this problem is to trust in the process. And the only way to learn to trust the process is for you to practice using your intuition and recording the results. I say this to my students all the time when you're starting out, especially when you're starting out. Treat this process of learning how your intuition works as if it's an experiment. There's no right or wrong here. There's only data gathering. Approach these exercises with the curiosity of a child and be inquisitive but not controlling. Over time, you will amass enough data to be able to prove to yourself your intuition is not a figment of your imagination. Your intuition is a real tool you can learn to use to improve your life by helping you make better decisions. what happens when you learn to listen to your intuition. Life seems to flow more easily, and that's because intuition's a powerful tool for 
navigating the potholes that seem to pepper everyone's life path. So before I leave you today, let's explore some approaches you might want to try to help you unlock or strengthen your intuition. You'll always hear me say this one, write it down. Keeping a journal is not just valuable for recording your intuitive data. You can also use your journal for creative writing or even art making. Maybe you just sit quietly and doodle. The universe uses the language of symbols and metaphors anyway, so make room in your life to receive those messages. Give the universe just 10 minutes a day on a consistent basis and you will probably be surprised at what you learn. And yes, there is a lot out there about meditation. There's a reason for that. It's a tried and true way of connecting with your intuitive sense. Just getting quiet and making room. In the stillness, you become more aware of what's happening with the energy around you, both your personal energy field as well as the environment. So find a place where you can sit quietly with your journal for 10 minutes a day with the intention of letting whatever is going to come to you from the field come to you. Over time, you'll learn to recognize how it feels when your intuition is online. And if you're wondering what to look for, yes, I'll do another episode where I specifically discuss what is and is not intuitive input. When engaging with your intuition, please remember, it's not necessarily always right or wrong. Utilize your intuitive skill set as an adjunct to support your logical mind or whatever other decision-making processes you use. Your intuition can give you a sense of direction and help you determine what the right path is for you. At the end of the day, it's a tool that can be used to help you make better informed choices in your life, but only if you learn how to properly use it and trust it. With practice and patience, it can become an integral, invaluable asset to your life. And here's what I know to be true after more than 33 years of living this way. Whatever your current level of intuitive skill is, trust and believe this. There is always more. So why not spend some time seeing where your intuitive exploration can take you? I still challenge myself every day. And every time I learn something new about how to better interact with the feel, I'm surprised by the things I didn't know that I didn't know. We've come to the end of another episode of Evolving Humans. Thanks for continuing to listen to and, more importantly, share the episodes. Please take a moment to visit our new website created just for the podcast. You'll find it at evolvinghumanspodcast.com. You can leave a voicemail for us there or a couple of clicks will take you directly to Apple Podcasts where you can leave a review. Your feedback amplifies our presence by telling the algorithm there's quality content here. And that is how to expand the reach of this podcast so it can benefit more people. For now, 
I'll leave you with this quote to ponder as you go about your day. The intuitive mind is a sacred gift, and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Albert Einstein